Yeah, somebody say something scandalous. We've gone live. Bleach was okay. Uh, yeah, Warhammer no, Forty Bleach, K is not action figures. Okay? I was gonna say Bleach is shit after the Soul Society arc. You can stop. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have of the original Big Three. It, I dipped out when he was going through the whatever they're called, the Gray Desert. The Hueco Mundo. Yeah, Hueco yeah. Mundo. Fuck, I was bored. It was yeah. very strange to hear Spanish when... and Japanese. But... Well, this is what happens when you're not here for a month. Now anime talk goes. This is the look I give when the weebs are talking. So, yeah. The weebs. <laughs> Listen, cockroaches and weebs, once nuclear war comes, oh, they're wow. going to be the only ones left with their body pillows. Hey, I have a mall bought katana. Not yet. I but believe I that. See, at least I got mine at Disney. Don't worry, Justin. Someday your children will start speaking this language. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. First time One Piece goes up on his TV, I think he's going to move, like, away from his family. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So, on to serious-ish, uh, Justin, <laughs> topics. <laughs> we have a large question bank of people that had sent in things hoping that we would ask to Jim and James, and that didn't happen much because we kind of let them do their own thing, but we have all these questions we wanted to start describing or talking about some of these things. And that's a lot of speculation, but why not start with, for example, this one. With the engagement that happens at the end of Battleground, what do all of the other white core vampires think about it? And let's speculate. I'm sure they're thrilled. I mean, I would say like probably most of the clothes, like the 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 ruling, the ruling family, Lara's family, Thomas's family, they were probably like it's, it seems like a strong political thing to do, right? In terms of having better ties to the Winter Court, and they would mostly be like like that. Thomas, uh, I'm not sure how he would feel about it if he was out of uh, stasis. Probably worried it's, about Harry's yeah. life. <laughs> that would be interesting to see Thomas's take, but that's not really how dynasties work necessarily, Andreas. Like all all of Laura's, you know, peers and vassals aren't just necessarily going to be excited for her, right? Because they may see an opportunity on how they can gain her, like their family, right? The Wraith family. Yeah. Not not the whole What was Laura particularly excited every time Papa Wraith did something? That's what I'm saying. Which one of her sisters <laughs> is trying to bump her off? <laughs> Not, none of them, only her cousin, and she's gone. All her well, Listen, Thomas, Thomas should so be thrilled. He's going to be a brother yeah. and a brother-in-law now. Great. It works out great. Double brother. Yeah, man. It's just one dude. Until see otherwise. My opinion <clears throat> is that the Wraith family gets along great. Yeah. No, I'm sure... Right. Define if, great. Describe great in the race. Remember family. Peace Talks? What a boring they, book they that was. With them all just and they drinking like tea. And... They're family in power. I was going to say, Laura was... probably has a better consolidation on loyalty, for lack of a better word, with like her sisters and stuff than you know Papa Wraith did, since he was kind of an insane sex maniac. But... Um, you know, I'm sure if they saw an opening or whatever, they would they would take their shot. But I think if there's any strife in the white court to come from this, it'll be from the Scavis and Malvora side. Yeah. Not arguing that that's more likely. I just think assuming that she's got like, you know, six sisters or whatever, and they're all on board with this, you know, is a strange. No, but that would also yeah. require them to be characters one way or the other, which is why that's why I think it really doesn't matter, because 
then we have to be introduced to like one of them that was the scheming sister that we never really paid attention to and is now going to cause problems. Well, if there is a new sister in the next book, then we know. Then we know. <laughs> there were two sisters named in Turncoat. And they probably got the since. shit kicked out of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we haven't ever seen them since. Uh, there was Felicia named in Ghost Story that I'm not sure if she was a sister or a I was going to ask. Whatever. Was she, she's the one that was in the Better Future Society. The she Yeah, the one the, that put the moves on Murphy, Murphy. and then got T yeah. interface. Yeah, uh, but we haven't seen her since. So and the one who was hooking up with Erwin was a Wraith too, right? Yes, Connie and she yeah. might be there. Yeah, but I don't I don't really see her like she doesn't. No, no, I was gonna say the dad and the oh, dad sure. maybe would be the Especially kind of... trying to get back at Dresden, but right. So yeah, he I might mean, pop up and do something. We had, we talked about it in the pre-show a little bit, but to bring it forward, you know, like the the joke was, you know, what's that bachelor party going to look like, right? Does Laura have people trying to work Harry over so that he loses Murphy's protection? And if somebody's trying, like my suggestion was somebody's trying to make Laura look bad, you know, by basically embarrassing her by embarrassing Harry, right? You know, and, and kind of getting that out there because that's that's what all the high and snooty types do, right? Like eventually, because it's Harry, it's going to wind up in a fist fight, right? But if we're talking like high class snooty types, the white court that doesn't fight, they're going to try to embarrass him. They're going to try to get blackmail, you know, like they're going to get dirty pictures of Harry, like the stripper is sitting on his lap or whatever. He's trying to push her away, but somehow in the moment it looks like something else, you know, like that's the kind of thing, you know, that the white court would look like. But And the blackmail will be, look how he doesn't even have sex. Get him out of here. <laughs> that, the most scandalous thing for Laura Wraith. Her husband is sexless. Pushing away a stripper. How <laughs> dare he? You're right. They don't need to do anything to embarrass Laura. They just need to let Harry be Harry. And, yeah. yeah, this is true. And then, of course, he is going to be under restrictions of not embarrassing his future wife under pain of Mab's wrath. So what will Mab make right. him do yeah, to because keep up appearances? Right, because if he embarrasses Lara, he's going to embarrass Mab, and now you're in real actual trouble. So Yes. Yeah. Right, so, I mean, I guess the, the inevitable thing that Lara is going to be always in danger from her own family of either being bumped off or someone's just like, are you still powerful enough to stay as the head of the family? Uh, and uh, can you contain your idiot soon-to-be husband? They could definitely make it a, a horrible bachelor party for Harry. Although, what would the bachelorette party be? What, what are they going to try to do to Lara to put her in a All bad right. spot? I don't know. She'll probably just chill out at zero or something. Well, I mean, Madeline's dead, so... Yeah. That's, that's not going to be an issue. Unless I mean, she comes back to life, too. You know, Magical's dead, too, right? Uh, I don't Or was it just his Jan that was dead? Just... I know uh, Vito died, or Vito. Um, did Madrigal die? Yeah, I think he did. A duel, right? He yeah, died. Yeah, he okay, died. he died in turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, in, in, uh, like... in, in White Knight. Yeah, in White Knight. Yeah, yeah. that one. I think that's confused. Yeah. Well, yeah, Vito and the Jan. The Jan got eaten by somebody. That was proven guilty. Proven guilty because yeah. the, the Scarecrow cut his head off. Right. There we go. Yeah. 
Wow, it's time for a reread, guys. We're getting rusty. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, I was I was like ninety percent. I'm still good. All right. I gotta read another Harrow book in fucking two weeks. No yes, kidding. you do. And then there's no read a book. Yeah. No, no, I don't have to get it. It was given to me because otherwise I was never going to I'm do saying, it. Because I, I am a gracious director. No, it's yeah. because you want to talk about this. I had to have a gracious director. I didn't make you pay for the book. Uh, uh, okay, Denarians. Denarians who are active partners like Tessa or Deirdre or all of the other ones. Do you think that they have control over their forms or is it something that's tied to the Denarians? Like uh, Cassius Snake Boy, was he snakes because of his own proclivities or was that because of the coin? No, I would say the coin. I mean, I imagine the holder has like... You know, the difference between what Hannah looked like with Lashio versus what Harry would look like is obviously different. I mean, we have the word of Jim on that and what he would kind of, what his vibe would be. But the vibe comes from the Denarian, more or less, I would imagine. The, right. Her vibe is fire. And then how Dresden implements that fire is different than how Anna, right? So. Yeah, and the sex appeal and what it would look like. You know, like if Harry had Anduriel, He's still going to have the shadow thing. You know, it's just a matter of is it a slight different implementation or is it more or less the same? I would say it's probably more or less the same. Yeah, if we look at the Genasco, right? I think I think the Genasco actually is in control in, in, the, in his angel, fallen angel form. That's questionable. Uh, uh, yeah. That's, and he also he shifts back and forth pretty seamlessly and he's even, it seems to me like it's just, like he's in like in the driver's seat that's my interpretation sure. of it anyway uh and you know it's still by while well, he the Janosko is physically different and that the form is different it still has the same vibe right right i mean because the you know genoa salami is kind of like a giant bear thing already which is what ursio more or less was the first time we see him um so he's already kind of built for it, if you go that route. Yeah. And of course, someone can select, well, you are a giant monster. You get the one that becomes a giant monster. Like, Earth Seal is going to be bear-like. It's very clear and direct. Little on the nose, don't you think? Yeah, but like, <laughs> the connection. What was Tessa's Denarian's name? Imariel. Okay, right. So what's the connection between Imariel and uh, Prank Mantis? Why bugs? I mean, I hate bugs, but why bugs? Well, praying mantis women, they, you know, they kill the guys after they mate. So there's probably more of a. There were uh, definitely jokes in that level, but it just. <clears throat> it's, well, I mean, if you're talking about the name Imariel specifically, I don't know that there's any connection to bugs. No. Yeah, nothing as much on the nose as Earth Seal. Right. Well, the I mean, the other part well, of it is. Well, Anduriel that... is, is fairly representative of his name and power. So. Right. So the IEL, of course, is the of God, you know, suffix that most of the angels have. So it, it's whatever the MR comes from, whatever that root, that common root is. So the but, bug of God. Right. I mean, I, why not, though? Right. And he's an angel. He was he was. Yeah, he was the angel in charge of making sure that ants didn't take over the earth. And now look at us. Billions. <laughs> and then he decided he wanted to take over the earth. Right. Motherfucker. So. He has become Ant. 
Yeah, it. I mean, we did have we did have some Denarian episodes before, and I did try to go find some roots and mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think Anduriel is out there, but I did never find like a good definition for it. I mean, or I think anything. the best of it was that and, it's just like the inverse of Uriel and Duriel. Right. It's like the the shadow instead of the light of God. It's used in not light of God. It's used the shadow. Yeah. Well, what happened is day one, there was a little bit of confusion. We had Uriel and and Uriel, and they were like, well, we can't have two Uriels. So they said Uriel and Uriel. There you go. You're welcome. Dad jokes. It just. (laughs) Yeah. What's that shirt say again? Yeah. Nerdy dads build character. Sure, your children. You missed me. Two weeks was too long. That's true. We started talking weeb. God knows what'll happen if you were gone again. God, the depths you guys sunk to in just a short time. It really is kind of sad. What was Deirdre's uh, Denarian's name? Nothing wrong with a little they said anime. it at some point. Um, I didn't know we were getting a quiz, so I didn't yeah, read I mean, it. <laughs> I didn't read up. Yeah, I don't remember. Thank you, Cody. I appreciate the nerdy <laughs> that Justin's not going to understand. Hey, more weeb. Did you guys see the the Kai? Actually, kind of uh, totally tangent. I like that they were, the way they went with the Rotor Maru in, in Boruto. I, th- I found it. I just found it. Nobody slight. watches Boruto. It's a fan so fiction. Cool. Go away. Yeah. Are you eating a bag of chips? What are you doing? Why do you think he's off screen? I'm, I'm not eating <laughs> chips, but I, I did just get some dinner. <laughs> you really need to schedule your time better. It's dinner time here. I tried to do it before and after, but it didn't line up this time. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can try to remember some of the other ones, but uh, I mean, we still you know Nam Shield, but we a no idea what that means. was one. Rumbeal. Yeah. Okay. Right. Magog oh is easy because he just right. goes by his fucking name. Yeah. Well, and it's like it's kind of interesting because Magog is from a different. Like fiction, isn't he? I mean, I don't know, but I don't remember like if Magog was like a demon uh, or I know. Yes, I know it's yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, but um, Varthiel, Ordiel, supposedly they were killed by Kincaid at the uh, aquarium. Yeah, I, I know Tessa th- or Deirdre threw out a couple of those names near the aftermath of that battle. Um, Tarsiel. Yeah, Deidre's coin is how they've got it listed, so I don't think yeah, we know. Yeah, they didn't say the name. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Gog is a name straight from Ezekiel. Right. Uh, there's okay. Gog and Magog. Gog is the man, and Magog is his land. Interesting. Okay. So, like, does that, Magog. Yeah, does that imply that yeah. Gog was a Denarian holder? Possibly. In some fashion? Maybe. And then Solurial was Cassius's and uh, Acarial. So. Glad these are ringing bells. Yeah. The wiki's good sometimes. So. Sometimes. It is. <laughs> as long as you double check with us. Solurial right, right. does seem a bit serpent esque. I don't actually. Yeah, so maybe that is, it's <laughs> about as much as Ursiel. So it's like, uh, okay, and so you want unlimited Durial. power, but you're going to be, you know, an icky thing, like a bug. Well, uh, some people like snakes. Bugs, some, bugs, are, somebody's bugs go- are not. Somebody's going to get mad, right? But, like, the, the whole idea is, like, I 
it's it's like the same thing. It's it's lifted from Greek mythology and wherever they lifted it from, right? In the Greek mythology, you had, you know, like you had the fates, you had Poseidon, but Poseidon had daughters and they were in charge of the winds. And then you had daughters in charge of the currents and all of that shit. And it's like, yeah, okay, so God's in charge in the Dresden Files. But the way that I take it is like these angels are all in charge of a domain of something. It's a concept. It's light. It's darkness. It's uh bears it's snakes it's whatever but also at the same time some of these names are just cool right you know is probably part of it you know like uh i'd have to go and you know see about like tarsiel right you know what's what's the background there and tarsiers thorned namshiel like i mean that's a really cool name right but what is he the he's the angel in charge of thorns like was he the gardener and then he decided to fall and this explains what i was asking about gopherwood Right. Well, it did. Yes, but both. No. Um, <laughs> That's a Noah's Ark reference, by the way. If if you, I'm sure we've covered it because I had to go look. We have, up, but but yeah, in case you're listening and still didn't know. So, in case you're not a real fan and don't hang on every word we say. Both uh, Lashiel and uh, Thorn and Amshiel are kind of like the the mage angels in a way. I get the impression of. Right. But, I wonder if one of them is actually like for magic, like the for the concept of magic. I mean, if I had to pick one, it would be Namshil, based on what he's done with both Tessa and you know now Marcone. Yeah. Well, and it more than magic, even it might be teacher, you know, or something along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. Just because. I mean, he's got a British has... accent, so you know he's good at academia. Yeah. Yes, of course. British accents, right. of course, mean that he is intelligent and smart and, and wily evil. that way. Yes. Trained at Oxford. Right. So, Cody well, that's the other thing about... is some of these Denarians may have been, because they're the ones on Earth, more or less. So they could have easily had some of their nature influenced by their time here and what they wanted as a motif. You know, maybe Celereal uh, wasn't created eons ago to be the father of snakes, but... He found them cool when he was around and just went with it. You know, the whole yeah. serpent in the garden thing. Maybe he's like, yeah, that's cool. I'll do that. I don't think we've seen that coin. Since. I think, yeah, Michael took it from Cassius when he gave it up in Death Masks. And then supposedly it's still in the vault somewhere in the church and hasn't shown up <laughs> yet. Well, so, we know that that vault holds. So. Yeah. Yeah. Until Fort Hill's uh, protege or whatever gets thirsty and he starts putting a nickel in the machine again. So, right. So, Book of Enoch is another thing that's interesting, and it's all of the be not afraid and all of the eyes and the wheels and whatever the fuck that means. Uh, but if they're geeking out on specific skills, it's odd. Like Enoch isn't in the Bible traditionally, right? It was right. Yeah. So, although it's something yeah. that uh, we all really quite geek out about it ourselves. Right. Well, I mean, I'm mean, sure it's an influence to this universe. Probably. But yeah, now now that you mentioned it, it's right? like, well, and Book of Enoch also has, if I'm not misremembering, I might be conflating a different church's teachings, but, you know, like you have angels in charge of war and angels in charge of like the manufacturing of steel and things like that, which I always thought was funny that they chose steel since, you know, most of these were written well before that was a thing, but, you know. Mm. The the good metal they might have just translated in whatever fashion, right? Or they had a concept of steel. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, even the archangels seem to have aspects that they were kind of overseeing or patrons of, you know, Raphael is the demon binder, which obviously we now know is a thing in the Dresden verse based on the names map it gives them. But even back in the biblical stuff, you know, he's the one that wrestles, uh, Azazel, was it? And binds him in, uh, in, in uh, whatever the fuck the name is, a prison that I'm forgetting the name of. <clears throat> that may or may not, and is probably Demon Reach, partially. Uh, mm. That would be convenient. I mean, it's, it, I would be shocked if it wasn't. So does that make Merlin a subcontractor? Everybody's a subcontractor. <laughs> I mean, you go from the you know the white god down to the angels, down to the god gods, down to the the fairies. Everybody's subcontracted to somebody. Oh my god, it's bureaucracy all the way down. Uh, it's a, what, what is creation if not a giant bureaucracy? <laughs> That's what they mean by wheels within wheels. They're really just talking about the business machine. So, <laughs> all right. So. Does Marcone have enough pieces of information to put together that Harry has the real shroud? He has Namshiel now. He has how, general how intelligence. Does Namshiel know? And does Namshiel be able to have the ability to figure it out? Probably kind of in a bunch of different ways. Right. But but it also seems like so Namshiel is so let's just for the sake of argument, let's assume he's the the wizard angel, right? And we know that keeping secrets is like crack for wizards. Do you really think Namshiel's like, oh, now that you're my host, let me just info dump on you. Namshiel's just sitting there waiting for the correct question and the correct leverage to need to answer that question. Yeah, I mean, he's still a denarian. You know? It's not like he's just yeah. fucking... Also, so probably. Funny, right? but... There's like, we see different types of denarians. The ones who take over... The ones who seem to be like in a partnership in the way that like with Marcone, they're like separate entities. They're talking to each other. <laughs> and the ones where we don't really hear from the other one, almost like they have merged into one thing until such time as the coin goes away. Uh, yeah, the big bruiser types tend to be that. They more take over, right? When they well, I mean, Ursio and Magog like to do the brute force thing where they just take hold. Yeah. Um, right. uh, but obviously Ursio kind of... I think it was more of a meeting of a match when he was with, you know, Genoa. Um, right. We never heard. We never heard from uh, Tessa's uh, ever. Right. It it never spoke. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, she seems to be a little closer to the uh, partnership uh, way that Mark um, Nicodemus is. You know, she's probably been with her host for just about as long. Um, yeah. I just wonder if there is like a, you know, when you get the coin and you accept, if what happens like if there's like a, I like one of those three outcomes. This is like more equal partnership, a la Marcone, or a merger into one being for, for as long as the coin is carried, and or the the more takeover bruiser. Whenever you transform it, like you lose control, the angel takes over. Yeah, uh, I mean, I imagine it varies dependent on the person's personality and, and willpower and and power. Well, the angel too. I mean, Anduriel, for all the theories that, um, you know, Anduriel is, is stringing Nick along for all these years, I, I think it's also probably more in his personality to just kind of lay back and let the other guy do all the hard work. Um, you know, that just seems to be his type and someone like Ursio who just wants to break things. Yeah. 
I kind of hope that Nick is in like in charge, is not Endor, and Endor is not playing some long game and like doing all the things behind it. I hope it's all Nick. I like that it's like a human in that way, villain, even though he's so inhuman in the other on the other hand. But I still like that it's he is human and his motivations are human. I don't, I don't see how it could how it could not be a partnership though, right? Like the the motivation that we assume that Nick has means that he got informed a lot by Enderiel, right? So like <laughs> it could it couldn't be. It's not like Nicodemus got spited and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna burn the whole place to the ground. Like I used to be a tax collector, we're assuming, or whatever he did, and he's just like, you know what? I had a bad day at the office and now everybody's going to die. Like that's not Nicodemus to me. Right. Um, the, the Palestine and got some suspicious coins. Right. The motivations where he keeps trying to bring about the apocalypse sounds like Anduriel sat him down. They had a nice chat. He's like, you know what? I kind of see your point of view. Now Anduriel lets him drive as long as Nicodemus keeps furthering the cause maybe, but I can't imagine that Anduriel is just like, he's getting something out of it. Right. Like Nicodemus is either competent enough or if Anduriel took direct control, he would lose too much. You know, Yeah, the to, idea to that, and, that Nick is going to put down the coin and all of a sudden see the light one day if he didn't have it for like a year is no. Right. Well, and I mean, just the scale at which he's he's working, it just I mean, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. He's he's not petty enough for it to make sense. Right. Like he's not short sighted enough. And you know, like it's been 2000 years, like the, the angels, like, I think the thing that caused the schism, right. In the Dresden verse, the angels kind of found some people to, you know, parlay that into disciples or whatever you want to call them. Right. Obviously not all of them. We've got at least three flavors of Denarian and, and their relationship work and that sort of thing. But, you know, I think in Nicodemus's case, you know, he's, you know, for lack of a better word, kind of like a disciple, you know, where he's just like, yeah, I agree. Let's do the thing, you know, so. But yeah, I just can't imagine. It's like you've got unlimited cosmic power, obviously, in very specific instances. But you're like, yes, let's let the monkey drive unless there is some reason, you know, like I said, Enduriel's got to be some getting something out of it, you know. Well, he does get the free will aspect of the human that allows him to, you know, do shit on Earth that he wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Right. I I also find it interesting how the there are a lot of little factions within the Nanarians, right? The, the mm -hmm. two big ones being Tessa and Nick. Uh -huh. But do they are they all serving under Lucifer? And what, what like we've had very little what the hell actually is and how well yes and no they're the, they're the ones that right. he thought would be the most backstabby and troublesome but i still imagine that if he came a call and they would be like okay sorry we gotta go for a minute as we know we know he did help in the uh, what book is it the one with ivy small favor uh -huh. yeah yeah we know he did some stuff there and that's about all well, some big stuff there's yeah I mean, there there could be a bunch of different answers for that, right? They could have, you know, taken something that had, like, a vessel of his power, or they could have bartered it or something. He didn't necessarily have to be the one making the designs or anything like that, but... We, I, we I, do I don't know. know that Uriel would have been able to counteract in the same way if they took it, though. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When Tristan was saying that. You know, it seems more like uh, Uriel. I mean, yes, Uriel gets to act in order to balance the scales, but a direct way like that, if Lucifer is not directly enacting, seems seems out of balance on the good side. Mm-hmm. I don't expect the Denarians to have much respect for authority, unless it's their own authority. But right, wonder where they get have- that from. Well, they they did kind of have this, you know, like universe shaking war about it. So no, I'm saying know, they I, they followed they followed the ultimate anti-authoritarian. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, they already they already shrugged off the yoke of like the authority, right? So God. to to hitch it to somebody else seems you know short sighted. But yeah. well, I mean, if your message is uh, you know kill all the stupid humans so they don't ruin our universe. You might you might let that guy be a leader for a while, or you can take his place. You agree? Well, I, I'm going, sure they. My I'm point sh- now. I'm sure that's why they're in the coins to some degree. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, Anduriel is his is was Lucifer's lieutenant um, specifically. So, you know, again, I I imagine it's very much in the same way you can't really trust a Denarian when you're the human host you can't really trust a denarian when you're their leader either be that nicodemus and lucifer you know you're not really none of these people are looking at each other like yeah you're yeah i i'm gonna turn my back on you right no real uh transition here let's see wait that's not the right one no we didn't cover that one we we kind of skipped over that one a little. My we guess would did. be, my guess would be, I don't know that Namshil knows. Just I mean, so he's got the spear. They know that much, um, based on what happens with the Titan. Now, I would imagine Namshil might know where they're all kept after the events of Skin Game and what happened. But like, I don't know that Mark. I mean, Nicodemus didn't necessarily know where all that shit was. That was part of the plan, was letting him know this so that the whole heist could happen to get the revenge, this, that, and the other thing. So even if we assume Nicodemus... I mean, Nicodemus knew everything would be down there when he got there, because he knew that you know he wasn't going after the Grail. That was just the cover story. But that doesn't mean that Dresden necessarily took everything, and then Namshil would know that. So I don't think it really matters. I don't think... And I also don't know that Mark, I mean, how many times are we going to fucking try and bring this coma girl back to life? Well, it's just that Chekhov's gun thing of like, he tried with the shroud, the fake shroud. It didn't work. We now have a real shroud. Is it going to do a thing? And I believe Marcone is intelligent enough yeah. to ask the correct questions to get to the correct answer to at least have the option of do it or not or try some other fashion. I honestly, now that we're talking about it, it just sounds like a whole lot of more of Dresden being an idiot, right? Because, like, on the one hand, you don't want to go willy-nilly with the shroud, but boy, wouldn't that be a convenient thing to put on his dying brother right about now? Or, you know, have, <laughs> that, have had in his back pocket for Murph or a hundred other or things. to have Marcone so, in his debt. Yeah. I, I'm 
the Marcone thing, I'm sorry to say this, it's all a tragedy and that sort of thing, but the Marcone thing is small beans compared to Very. like the grand scheme of the story that we're telling. So I don't think that there's going to be like, unless, unless it's a secondary effect, right? Unless in like book 19 for whatever happens or whatever the case may be, Dresden finally remembers he's got the shroud and he uses it somewhere. And then, and then Marcone sees him and he's like, oh yeah, shit, right. <laughs> you needed this one time, didn't you? I don't think it's going to be a main plot point is what I'm saying. Like, I agree with you that it's a Chekhov's gun. I don't think the little girl is the target though. Right. Like, I think it's going to be some other thing. He's going to be like, oh, we'll put it on Ebenezer and then he can live for another five years because he's a wizard or whatever. Well, no, it's it's going to be a by your powers combined. I am Captain Planet when all five are brought together for a ritual. Right. He puts the tabard on. He puts the sign on his forehead. He's got the dagger and he goes to war. You know, I, I am become the Christ. It, we're taking the armor of God in a different direction. But, you know, so, yeah. God, that would be hilarious. And he, he does all that shit, but it doesn't work because he doesn't fucking believe in it. So he still gets shot. <laughs> Ow! I thought I was immune. It's like you're a you're basically an atheist. What are you talking about? Which is hilarious because you've met more deities than probably most normal living people. Great. All right. So Dennis said no real segue to this. What would the consequences be if Mother Winter got her walking stick back? She gets to go on walkies. Right. And she beat Ebenezer. Like, I'm, is there some mystery of the universe we're expecting to unravel here? I mean, She's I already Ebenezer, just crankier. <laughs> right. Like, uh, if the White Council lost the Black Staff... It's really bad for them. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that has more implications on them than it does. I mean, for her, it's cool and all, and maybe she becomes, like, whole again, quote-unquote, but... I mean, I'm pretty sure she can do basically whatever she needs to do, except get around as easily. I mean, I, I it's not, I, I don't want to trivialize the Black Staff into what it is, but when we're talking about it being like Mother Winter, who's close enough to the Uriel scale, where the mothers are probably the only ones in reality, um, as opposed to Mab, who has a different version in every reality. You know, the stick is cool and all, but I have to imagine if she relied on it so much, then that would be a problem. Another interesting thought is, is the stick the only one? Does she have multiple it, walking sticks? Or is this the only one in our reality and all the other realities don't have a black staff? Uh, actually, that would probably, I would actually probably think that the black staff is kind of like her, her way of being in all realities. Like there's a black staff in every reality, but she's the only Mother Winter type deal. That would be neat. And so she has to get all the sticks back, and she gets Yggdrasil. That's what her stick is. Her stick is the world tree. Once all sticks are combined, she gets the ultimate tree. She's a gardener, just like Mother Summer. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. A gardener no. of something. I mean, Snakes, hmm. apparently. When Odin was hanging on the tree, she was poking him with a stick like, ha, ha. Yeah. Oh, I totally believe that. Just like, you moron, hanging there for nine days. Why? To get wisdom? What a sucker. Who taught you that? Oh, you idiot. Have you been out drinking again? Right. Drinking from the wrong well. Um, now we I... know why they call it a hangover. So. Mm -hmm. Good one. I mean... 
so right so mother winter she gets to go on walkies whatever but like i'm curious about the what would happen to the white council if they lost the power of the black staff it is so that they can police themselves without having to be subject to their own laws would that cause well, so they could police a bunch of other nations too because then they could break their own laws yeah so, so the problem the problem with that is all of the examples we have right now are like ebenezer being off the reservation when do we know definitively that the black staff has been used? Multiple cataclysmic events, including somebody potentially offing his wife, Tunguska, a couple of volcanoes, etc. Hundreds of people at Chichen Itza, right? And like, fighting a titan. And and how many of those were sanctioned by the White Council? Uh, I can't the, the impression. Yeah. That's what Fantastic I'm saying. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure the White Council itself is particularly going to feel it more than they're going to feel it. Like if like the Battle of Sicily or something like that, potentially he popped off with it, but they were fighting vampires. So I don't know that the Black Staff gave him any an edge there other than just being like an object of power or whatever. Yeah, I mean, um, you can kill a vampire, no problem. Right. So... Any of his official engagements, I don't think, would have warranted it. And we've never seen him carry out his office on behest of the White Council, really. Right? Like, Well, not officially. And I mean, that's the kind of thing. Even if it was official, it would always be unofficial because people like that don't want that information getting out. Fair. But yeah, so like, it, you know, like, unless we find out the events behind some of those other activities, like, we don't know because... You know, like, was he involved heavily with Kemmler? Almost certainly, right? Do we know what that looks like? No. Did he use the Black Staff? Probably had to, right? You know, so that's, that's an example. But even still, it wasn't enough. They literally had everybody in the mix for that one, you know? So, like... I mean, the Black Staff it... strikes me, at least as an office, it's like the Black Staff is kind of a one-man. They decide when it's best to use it. They have the authority mm -hmm. to do that based on the nature of what it is. The White Council, and by that I mean the Senior Council, kind of just, you know, all right, well, this is this is a necessary evil type deal, and they they thumb their nose at it. But at the same time, I mean, they they know enough that Ebenezer is used as a threat against like Harry that he's going to be sent after him if shit goes down. So there's a reason they're doing that. I imagine something like that would be Council sanctioned easily, since Ramirez sure. basically says that on behalf of them so I, I think the black staff is kind of left to their own devices and then every once in a while the council's like we need a certain thing but don't tell anyone so they they just continue to hope that every time he hits somebody it's the right somebody like ugh, mm -hmm. you know. well i mean I, I part of it depends on who is the black staff but since we know the black staff person chooses their own successor and it started with merlin i have to imagine to some degree, that lineage is respected in in a way, you know? Sure. I mean, Ebenezer and Arthur are at each other's throats, but they both respect each other's power, and even not if they're always their decision-making, so... Who knows? In Blood Rights, Ebenezer had said, basically, when revealing that he was ordered to kill Harry if he ever talked back, uh, what's the point of having the ability to say no to senior council unless you don't do it once in a while? Yeah. 
So there's probably plenty of times they've said, go do this thing. And he said, no, fuck off. But like, oh, the, yeah. the position of the black staff stems from Merlin. He instituted it into the white council for some reason, and they're trying to take advantage of it. But I'm guessing we don't know the full reason behind it all. Right. Yeah, like, why did Merlin steal the walking stick in the first place? Mm -hmm. You know, what did it have a purpose or was it a happy accident? Kind of like getting Edinburgh, yeah. um, you know. I mean, so. if stated nature is a good enough reason, I'm sure there's more to it. But just what it does for someone like Merlin, who set down the laws and then would know the value of breaking those laws, but only under certain circumstances and what kind of thing you would have to do to do that. I mean, that alone is handy enough of a reason. You got to have, everybody's got to have somebody who can do the dirty work. Apparently. Since we're talking about Ebenezer, let's speculate wildly with no grounds of basis in any fashion. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we don't, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he banged Harry's mom. There we go. Don't, yeah, don't don't you remember Budapest? Buddha what? So I don't I mean I, I, I say that jokingly, but I kinda do think they might have hooked up and Ebenezer would not have been happy about that. It it would be hilarious for it to be something like that, you know, that he's holding a grudge since he's been a lot younger about, you know, something like that. But you know, it it could be the way that I kind of took it in Blood Rights is that they were on the opposite side of the job, right? You know, is that maybe Ebenezer was on protection duty and, you know, Kincaid was sent to go kill his primary or something like that. Um, so it's Hitman's you know. bodyguard, literally. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I See, mean, that happens the all way, the time, right? So, I mean, I was going to say, but that to me seems to be like within the bounds of normal. The way Ebenezer describes it is that he crossed a line that of, I don't remember if he used the term professional courtesy, yeah, okay. but that to me is like, you try to kill the guy I'm protecting seems pretty on par for the job, but you banging my daughter, not so much. I mean, obviously it doesn't actually have to be that. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. And now that, I mean, you're bringing up the professional courtesy thing, you know, it could be like they were on the same team and, you know, it was, it was the, uh, um, the basement all over again, but, you know, Kincaid actually like, didn't save the hostages that time or something like that. You know, like Ebenezer gave him an order and he didn't follow through and innocents died or, you know, something along those lines. But um, yeah, because he's such a freelancer, like I got to imagine he's been a freelancer for a long time. He was attached you know, so. to Dracul for a while, right? Isn't that what they said? For a very Supposedly. long time, some centuries. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Was that is that a word of Jim or is that canonized somewhere? That was in that the was in the book. Okay. He was serving the creature for centuries, is gotcha. what Ed says, if I'm not misremembering. Okay, which brings up the whole like you know, you know, are you human, as human as you are, all mm -hmm, that stuff, mm -hmm. right? Which is another favorite speculation. Right. I mean, so, for that, we can hope that Kincaid is just lying more or less, considering he's a scion of whatever. But if he's attached to Trekul. And Dracul, the one that we had is in the King, cemetery. Is Kincaid his real dad? Because <laughs> if he's with Margaret and Ebenezer's mad about it. No. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 come up before, too. 
time traveling Murphy is Mab is Maggie somehow it's also Kincaid is dad somehow sure. yeah knocked, knocked up Margaret in 1900 and yet Harry wasn't born till the 70s mm -hmm. that's a long gestation period I gotta say and, and Leah explicitly says Maggie. that Harry resembles Malcolm yeah well to be fair not that I want to open up this vein but I mean you can resemble people you're not related to sure but Malcolm and Kincaid, I do not think, look anything alike. Well, no. Right. I mean, Harry. Harry's, obviously, his demon side is what people see when they look at him with, you know, a soul gaze. So that's his true father's nature coming through. They're brothers. Excellent. Kincaid and Malcolm are brothers. But Malcolm's, like, you know, a later, more mortal brother. Right, And that's right, why right, they right, look right. the same. And then Harry kind of, like, you know. Yeah. Okay. That works. Kincaid is Bob's dad. <laughs> Oh goodness! You're that out. Be, uh, Get out of the would, pool. You've had enough. <laughs> that would that would be quite a brain to come from. Yeah, jeez, it would it would probably explain a lot of things. I was gonna say, I no, actually, I feel like Bob's personality would be wildly different if he was sprouted from Kincaid's head. A bit more on the why don't you just kill him instead of why don't you pay him with sex? I mean, to be fair, he does offer the sacrifice of a baby. I think in Grave Pair or no Summer Night, you know. As a as a viable mm. solution to placate Mab, there were no yeah, innocent no, babies around to sacrifice yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, knowing that they have a history now, that might have just been a jab at Mab's character. So, but. I mean, if if her if Mother Winter's any clue, it's not exactly far off the mark. The baby was probably seasoning for the stew. Sweeter than an yep. infant's marrow. Yum. All right, more wild speculation. If Harry recreated Little Chicago, but he did it on Demon Reach, do you think you can take advantage of the intellectus to better know everything that's going on in the city and maybe Alfred can do better, more capture stuff? I doubt it. I'm, yeah, I, I so I'm going to gonna say no, because I think it's, it's a failure to launch. Like this question makes assumptions that would not come to fruition, right? Mm. I don't think he can recreate Little Chicago on Demon Reach, period, right? So beyond that is just wild-ass speculation. But, you know, like, I think the Lake, you know, Lake Michigan and the lack of an actual connection is going to prevent him from recreating Little Chicago on Demon Reach. That's my answer. I mean, so when he creates D um, Little Chicago, he, he has to go and get, you know, bark and leaves and stuff from the actual trees near the places where he's doing it. So you can't just I mean replace yeah, that but, with stuff from Demon Reach. Right. Probably because he's an idiot, but yes, you know, so because he's using he's using thaumaturgy in the only way that he knows how, which honestly is a really cool usage of what his specialty is supposed to be, even though we mostly know him for the beating people up aspects. I mean, you know, he didn't use any of that in you know, the law or anything like that. He just was like, little ball of sunshine, woo! You know, so, but yeah, like that that's kind of what I'm saying is like the, I, I doubt he'd be able to make the connections back to little Chicago, or sorry, back to Chicago proper from the island, you know, like. I, I yeah, see, because I, I mean, the reason he had to get the Titan to the shoreline was because that's where essentially Demon Reach's grasp ended. Um, if he can't already get himself to be kind of a link wherever he is in the city to do that. I don't know how the map is supposed to do it. 
Well, it's the, right. the idea of the thaumaturgy and, of like, I have a piece of this building, I'm trying to activate this building even from far away. Yeah, but then you could use himself as a channel. I mean, it would probably suck for him, but uh, he can't carry around a map and do this any more effectively anyway. Like, what's he going to do? He's sitting on Demon Reach. He vaguely knows where somebody is that he wants captured, and so he just points, and it pops a hand out of a sewer. And and the Demon Reach thing, like, with the Titan, streak, strikes me more as a rubber band, right? Like, it's not like Alfred's just sitting there calmly and be like, ah, yes, I'm here to bind a Titan or whatever. It felt like he he had to summon a bunch of power, he had to go do his job, and then immediately return to the island. You know, that, that was the limits, right? Uh, you know, to, to what he was going to be able to do. I mean, obviously, like, he's theoretically bound more powerful creatures, but just the the whole way that interaction goes down, to me, just seems like a rubber band stretched to its limits, not like Alfred's just sitting there like, oh, yeah, sure, boss, if you just put the map on, you know, on the beach, I'll be able to help you out with the rest of it. I'll be able to supercharge it or something. Like, All right, it seems like the goal but, is to draw them to the island so that you can trap them, not so that the island can spread, because the farther you spread it out, the more potentially open it is to vulnerability. Right. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that like, you know, from a, from a narrative standpoint, it would probably get shut down by Jim just by being like, no, that's too much power for Harry to have. No, thanks. There's a reason why he can't have a cell phone. I'm not going to fucking give him into Lectus. And this Chicago, is smarter. You know. Anyway, Randall says recreate little Chicago in the castle back where it was, but use the Zagar to, to get all of the stuff. So he isn't having to be the one running around all of Chicago. And then, of course, Cody and, says, it is smart. Harry will never do it. Right. <laughs> and if it was in the castle, theoretically, Bob could interface with it directly again, right? You know, because he kind of does that in, in the lab anyway. But now that he can... Yeah, he puts the skull in the middle and he just does his little assessment thing. Right. Bob would probably be able to help him refine that if, again, he asked the right questions. So Yeah, you could do one of those cool like medieval war map table things and... and some back room somewhere yeah that's odin's job so odin can help i I was gonna say based based on what he saw he could probably get some inspiration from that at a minimum if not some pointers yeah so kids if you're ever a wizard it's important to ask a lot of questions to the people that are your allies like you know odin who's got this whole fucking spy network that maybe you should ask more than two questions every six years about and that are much much older than you right like like he got in with goodman gray that was like the best use of his connection with odin to date right and that was a christmas (laughs) present that he didn't even know he needed it's like what what have i been missing all christmases of like i need a lot more stuff well no that's why it was such a big thing he was catching Uh, up on all the past christmases so I mean, that's the thing. It's, that's that the other thing with, with Vatarung Kringle is essentially all Harry's given up so far is a, a nickel and a favor, which is going to set off one book story. But other than that, he gets most of the shit he needs from him for gratis. And when is he going to call him that favor? At the worst possible For the wrestling book. Hashtag team heel turn. I agree. Heel turn. Right. Yeah. Right. Mouse. Speculate wildly about what can Mouse do and how overpowered could he be if he wanted to and he was doing all the right things. 
He is strong enough to bite Leah's ass. Off. Right. So none and none. So um, the extent of Mouse's power is something to do with Dresden. And the biggest bad he could face alone is nobody, because if he's facing him alone, he doesn't have Dresden, which is where he gets all his power from. So maybe a cat, like not even Mr., like a smaller cat. So I was going to say, I mean, we've now seen him essentially in a one on one fight with his darker self, and that was kind of eh, you know, for him. Obviously, time and a place was a factor. But. You know, he's he's like any, he's like a lot of things. He's he's bound to sort of certain roles and certain aspects of his power. Um, you know, he's bound to Dresden and he uses Dresden to cheat, quote unquote. But he also has the the carpenter house now, where he lives, as sort of a a big boost to him. So protecting that. But again, so it depends on the threat. He could be taken down by a simple frag grenade from an acolyte burning down a house. Right. In theory. But he can also scare Enduriel if he's out in the snow. So, you know, it's it's all a matter of so time and a place. To alter the question slightly, if he has Dresden around, but Dresden is locked in a cell and unable to do anything, but he's just nearby, what would Mouse be able to do? It, it's, again, situational. Like, I like uh, EG bringing up Enduriel just because, like, you know, that's one of those light and dark things, right? It seems like mouse is in in the for lack of a better word celestial spectrum where it's just like he's the power of good that's where the blue fire comes from whatever and duriel's the power of bad so it would be really bad for them if they got in a fight you know like like in it like a knife fight you know the winner it like the winner lives but he's going to the hospital and the loser dies you know like and duriel probably like I can't imagine Anduriel would lose that fight, but he sure as shit wouldn't be happy he was in it. You know, like it, it's it's a predator on predator fight where, you know, the winner, that's a technicality type of thing. You know, it's at least going to hurt him. He's going to be in recovery, whatever. But yeah, it's um, like the word of Jim about Mab getting into a fight with Ferrovex. Whoever wins that is really just kind of surviving. Mm -hmm. Right. And and nobody else is right. Those oh, one no. of those two. Nobody those else two might survive. <laughs> nobody else for really countries bad. around. Yes, it's really bad for the earth, like the whole thing. So, um, I mean, the 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 next biggest thing that I can think of. Okay, so like he threatened Leah, and Leah somewhat seemed to take him seriously. But like other than that, like we saw him fight the Ick. Right? Is that the next biggest thing we've seen him try to fight? And that was a tag team, and they still got their asses beat ish you know again uh -huh. kind of like a knife fight and you know they won by driving it off more than there was a, a decisive winner because harry and susan had to finish that up later um you know so well i think going back to the celestial angle it's probably a difference of the damage he can do to a, a spirit entity like leo who's half that versus a physical entity like the ick where it yeah mouse is strong but i mean he can still be hit by a car and it hurts True. him. Right. So Vans win. Mm. The ick is maybe a draw. And Duriel probably wins, but isn't happy about it. So, like, he can't take a van. And Leah can't Mr. sit down for a few weeks. <laughs> right. Oh, <I> mean, <laughs> like, she's going to have a funny walk. <laughs> All of these examples are 
before, <clears throat> well, most recent books, the most recent one is, is this is all changes, right? So, uh, like as of connecting fully with demon reach and being there and having all of that with power, it's like I, he's leveled up a few times since then. And how much of this might have, in, as Dresden levels up, how much does Mouse get to take advantage of it? And now Mouse has Maggie, maybe he's able to draw more from her. Well, I think, for example, he's 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 stronger at the Carpenter House, right? I think if you put him on Demon Reach, he might be able to do something there, you know, semi-draw on the power as a guardian of it. And that would be cool and all. But again, that would end the second he leaves the shoreline, so... What you know? What good is that doing? Unless you're already bringing the person there, in which case, theoretically, Harry's already there trying to bind it, and Mouse is just support. We need another battle of Demon Reach. Okay, yeah, I'm sure that'll be good for everyone. It, yes, yeah, I'm, it'll happen, but you know, not until at least <laughs> that's when something's book. getting let out. Right. Yeah. And not Thomas. Well, and the other thing is, like, so he's supposed to be a temple dog, right? So does he get more power by being in a, a hallowed or sacred space like that? So, like, I could kind of see the carpenter's place blending that because, you know, there's, like, literally angels nearby, you know, to help defend it from, you know, demons and other things like that. Um, does Is he going to get more power by protecting families inside the castle? You know, like, that sort of thing. Um, so all of those things might play into it. I honestly, I'm, I don't feel like he would get like a ton from Demon Reach, but I mean, he seemed confident in threatening Leah and they were, you know, many, many miles away from anything like that. Right. You know, any of his temples theoretically that he would have been bred for, you know, right. well, that's what Leah even says. And that's when the cheat right. line comes from. Right. No, I know. <laughs> so yeah, that's, we don't. We don't know, I guess. You know, it right. just kind of goes back to that. I mean, the loosest interpretation of his powers, as long as he's in a guardian role, he can probably vaguely at least talk a game. Right. Because that's what he is. Um, you know, I get, may, maybe the cheating is as simple as being loose with your definitions, and he learned that from Harry. You know, what, what can you stretch the technicality to? Right. If he's going to learn it from anyone. It's going to be that idiot. Yeah, the ultimate uh, answer to everything of these questions. Of, we don't know. We don't know anything. We're idiots. But uh, wild speculation hour it is. But that was an hour of it. <laughs> 20 minutes on denarians. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. There's Very like 30 of them, dude. We just <laughs> and, didn't and we've only got the name time. of about half of them. Right. <laughs> we've only ever had a name about half of them. Several of them yeah. are never named at all. Yep. It's going to get a list one day, and that's how they're going to be introduced. Yeah. I mean, what's what's crazy is he probably has them, right? Which is, like, in his notes somewhere, which is why I want him to fucking publish a compendium at least, you know, at some time. Like, at, at some point after everything, you know, it's like, give us your notes, because... Oh, what was the... Uh, the so. They could be uh, Dresden's green and, and red binders. Is that what they were? Mm. That'll be just you know mm. the 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 binder files, not that one. There you, you know, go. The, the actual yeah. binder, not that binder, the other. Yeah, <laughs> I would not mind. It's a working title. We'll we'll workshop that. So yeah, we'll get we'll call Jim later. We'll get right on that. Yeah. His people can talk to our people. 
we are yeah. all the people. We are the yeah. people. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, there are no other people other than the ones here. We wouldn't trust any other people. Who are you kidding? True. Alrighty. Next week, we're finally talking about the book we were trying to talk about last week because people yeah, are finally going to show up and day. finish their homework. Andreas? <clears throat> I did it. I was ready. <laughs> Gideon the ninth. I was even more ready. I finished it and I was there. Yeah. And all I got from my trouble was now I have to remember it all for fucking ever. Yeah. Need to remember because you got two more books. You got to go through the trilogy. I have to remember one more book because after that I am not paying for it. I don't care what the director says. You didn't have to pay for the other two either. Yeah, but I don't have as much faith that the third one's going to work out. It's okay. We'll the podcast out. will buy it for you. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, is that what we're doing? We could. What did I want for Christmas? A book I didn't even want to read. Great. Uh, yeah, this uh, is your <laughs> job. We're not yeah. buying you like you know. It's not like yeah. Merry Christmas. Thanks for being a lo- loyal employee for six years. Oh. It's like <laughs> get I'm back sorry. To work. That's book. exactly what the Secret Santa is, and I never get my gifts. <laughs> Ooh, well, <laughs> that is true. Hopefully. Hopefully you get me this year then, or vice versa. So, if if anyone's interested in our, the project on our other show while we weren't recording, we are doing uh, like right now it's like the director's favorite trilogy, which is or one of her fam- most favorite. Getting into ninth is the first book. The whole saga is called what? The Locktomb series. Locktomb series. Why? Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That's the third yeah. book's coming out soon, and if you want to read along, we're doing the first book next week. Uh, then we're gonna do Justin's, I think, maybe. Oh, See, we're in trouble. You, we already you know, talk about mine every two weeks. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, I could easily pick that, you know, because you know. If you don't, I will, because we're gonna get the fucking director to read this, especially now that I had to read this. I don't want to reread it. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. And it's three books. It's equitable, you know, because right. uh, otherwise... No, the thing that he's doing is he's setting up to guilt you, Justin, into finally reading Master Hunter International. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm not going to have that. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, There's not, way, not... way, 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 way more books than three in that series. So, <laughs> And there's also books I would much rather share with you than... I think Justin would like them again because, like, the guns and stuff. Like, I'll stand sure. by that. But can't, there are books I have way more I would rather share if I get that chance. Andreas' yeah. favorite series, The, the land, land, yeah. The Earth, and the no. Sea, no. the Air. No, 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 no. Yeah. Heart, Part 4. More likely, Captain, like... Captain Planet. Planet. Yeah, <laughs> we're going right back to that. Book 5, Captain Planet. What? <laughs> like, Did, was this whole thing a trick? The Mistborn <laughs> trilogy, the first trilogy, or first law universe, something, like the first three books there or something. You guys know I don't read, right? This is going to hurt <laughs> a lot. Like I don't even know how to read. This is also like a year's a year's worth of content. Like I, I not to be snooty, but I would not put like Gideon the Ninth and fucking Lord of the Rings in the same pen as far as like thickness of of reading and that sort of thing. Like, uh, so yeah. So this this is what you have to look forward to on the other one. Check us out. 